Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of What's Your Next? <laughs> and on this episode, we're going to be doing something similar to what Stacy did in our last episode, which is to go on a little bit of a rant. Welcome to What's Your Next? This is the go-to podcast for aspiring business owners who want to get to the next level, escape the rat race, and give their middle finger to the corporate nine-to-five. If you want financial freedom, work-life balance, and the business of your dreams, you're in the right place. Dave and Stacy Riska, husband-wife franchising duo, openly share their successes, failures, and lessons learned in franchising, business ownership, and working with your spouse. This is my rant. My rant is a lot of times when we talk to people about franchises, they get very defensive about having to pay quote unquote, franchise fees or royalties. And what we want to discuss today is why these fees are very important to what you are acquiring and in most cases are a good thing, not a bad thing when you acquire a good franchise. So today, Stacy, why don't you go ahead and start off by laying out for our listeners, what are some of the types of franchise fees and we'll talk about maybe a little bit about each one of them a little bit into what what they mean to them and what they're getting for them and why they can be a good thing, not a bad thing. Absolutely. Let's help educate our audience because those F words, fees, as Dave said, they can be a good thing. You just need to understand what they are. And in the franchise, there's a few of them you want to pay attention to. There's the franchise fee, there's royalties, there might be an ad fee, there might be technology fees, training fees, marketing fees. And it seems so overwhelming, but if you were to go out and start your own business, you're going to have these fees. It's just a cost of doing business. So let's break down these fees and understand what they are and how the franchise uses them. All right. That sounds like a good plan, Stacey. Let's go. All for right. It. So let's start with the franchise fee because that is a mandatory fee that everybody must pay. Do you know what that is, Dave? Sure. Franchise fee is the fee that you pay when you acquire the franchise. Right. That's your upfront in investment to have rights to use that franchise's name, branding, intellectual property, and systems. Yeah. It's like your golden ticket, your entry ticket to get the rights, to use the name, the logo, all of that. And Dave, on average, what does a franchise fee cost? Well, first off, franchise fee is not a cost. It's an investment. Yeah. <laughs> you are investing in that franchise. And typically, I mean, it's all over the place, really. It's, I've seen it, you know, as low as a few thousand dollars and as high as, you know, let's just say a hundred thousand dollars, even though... It's anywhere in between there, right? Yeah, I'd say the average it, that we see with the good franchises we work with, usually forty dollars to $50,000. It's a one-time fee. Think of it as your entry ticket to get the rights to that proprietary system and to use the branding, the logo, and get yourself up into business. All right, so the next fee we're going to talk about is the royalty. And we probably get the most backlash about this. I don't want to pay a royalty. So, Dave, what is a royalty and what should our audience know about it? Okay, good, 
good point, Stacy, with the royalty in that, yes, it is an ongoing fee that you will have to pay once you are up and operating in your franchise. And it's a percentage, typically, of sales. Sometimes it's 4%. Sometimes for some franchises, it's as much as 10%. And it really comes down to a couple things. Number one, not all franchises are created equal. You may pay this, and unfortunately, you may or may not get your money's worth for what you're putting into it. For a good franchise, that royalty is put into the business to help you. It's really there to provide the infrastructure for you to collaborate with other folks that are in the, in the system. And more than anything, it is used to help you on purchasing power, meaning that you're collaboratively purchasing things with other franchisees where you can a lot of times the, the franchisor will get a negotiated discount for everybody. And in a lot of cases, those discounts can actually pay for the investment in the ongoing royalty. So, yeah, I'm going to provide a little bit of a different take on the royalty. Think of this as a mindset shift. So when you as a customer, a consumer, you go out and you buy something at the grocery store, you get your oil changed, you get your pet groomed, buy pet food, whatever it is, do you ever sit and analyze the price thinking, hmm, I wonder how much of that goes to profit? I wonder how much is really going into that business's pocket? No, you just, you buy it. Even if you own a business, the things that you buy to run, to operate your business and to grow it, when, let's say you're a restaurant, you're buying food. Do you sit there and analyze and wonder, hmm, I wonder how much profit that business is making off of that? No, you want that business to make a profit because you know they won't stay in business if they don't, okay? So think about this. The royalty is money that goes to the franchisor. This is how they make their money. That's just the bottom line. They really don't make money on the franchise fee. That's the cost of bringing you in, get you set up and trained. They make their ongoing money from that franchise fee. Wouldn't you want your franchise to make money so they can stay profitable and operational? And as Dave said, there's extra benefits like the purchasing power and bringing people together into a community. They, just because it's disclosed to you, which is a good thing in the FDD, you know what percentage that is. So is it a horrible thing that a franchise makes 5%? I bet there's a lot more profit in other products and services that you're buying over the shelf or at your uh, car shop or all these examples that I gave to you. You just don't see it because it's built into the cost. So build that extra 5% into your business and cover those royalties. Think of it as a mindset shift, right? It's not a bad way to look right? at it, right? So <laughs> in general, royalties probably across most franchises we work with, they're about 5%. It's not a big deal, but it's going to help your franchise stay profitable. It's their return on their investment, and they're using that to reinvest to help all franchisees. All right, there's my rant on royalties. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what are some of the other fees, Stacey, that, that typically we see in some of the, with some of the franchises we work with? All right, so some of the other fees um, may be an advertising fee. You want to talk about that one? 
So yeah, an advertising fee is really a, a community bucket where all the franchisees put money into this bucket for the franchisor to provide some level of advertising support for the franchisees. And these, again, range from one maybe to 3%, I would say is a probably good range. And it's one of those things where it's the same concept to me in that they're going out and doing advertising and finding advertising opportunities for you as a franchisee that you may or may not even be able to get on your own. Mm -hmm. A lot of these things are locked out to these larger corporations and companies. But when a larger or a good franchise approaches them with you know, 100 units, all of a sudden their ears perk up and might they may be more willing to allow them to do some advertising that you couldn't possibly do on your own. Yeah. Exactly. So the ad fee is right, more nationally based, creating awareness and recognition of the brand. Now, some franchises may have an additional fee for co-op or local marketing and advertising fees. Do you want to elaborate on that? Sure. Yeah. The co-op or local marketing fees, a lot of times, first off, these are, are voluntary, meaning that they have it there. They highly encourage those that are in a locality that has say, multiple locations in that locality to basically co-op some funds to do some local, more local types of advertising, you know, at that area level. So that is really more the, the local advertising fee. Some of them are you're required to put in a certain amount. Usually it's, a, it, it's not a percentage. Sometimes it's just a dollar amount, $250 a month, $300, $500 a month. And that goes into a bucket and then has to be spent on local advertising. Right. So, you know, you probably don't realize it as a consumer, but a lot of these larger change like quick serve restaurants or automotive or even something like the UPS store, they have co-ops. And so all of their local or regional franchisees put money into a pot so they do advertising. So when you hear an ad on the radio or you see something digitally on your computer or something on TV, those are your co-op dollars. So they may be running a special just in your area, but in another area of the country, that same ad wouldn't be running because it's more local or regionally oriented. So that's the point of a co-op. You can take advantage of local or regional opportunities or events or holidays that may be happening. All right, so let's move on to some of the other fees like a technology fee, um, a marketing fee. Talk a little bit about those. All right. Right. Well, we talked a little bit about marketing, but we'll talk about technology and we'll call them service fees mm -hmm. because it's not just technology. There's call center fees. Mm -hmm. Some some of the franchises we work with offer accounting support, meaning that they do all your books and stuff for you on a turnkey level. So those are more for the types of franchises where the owner isn't going to so much likely be the an owner operator per se. Maybe they want to be more hands off and have a more turnkey system for them for some of the things they would have to do on an ongoing basis. You know, for instance, a call center. You know, a lot of the franchises we work with, they provide full call center support. They take all of the calls. Think about how much time that could cost you if you had to do that on your own. Think about all of the crazy calls you would get, maybe even sales calls from people trying to sell you stuff that you can avoid just by having all those calls routed through this call center type of approach. Then you have your technology fees. 
which hopefully those they provide the infrastructure or technology infrastructure, maybe a, a, a website that allows you to have a local presence and is templatized and looks very similar to the other ones, allows you to do some local marketing. It could be they provide you know technological support to you if you're a store, meaning that you know if you're a restaurant or something and you need Wi-Fi service in your restaurant, they may help you do those types of things and you know provide those services to your customers. So it's very different. These fees are very different in what's covered and what you get in each franchise. Yeah, I think the technology fees are just such a brilliant idea by pooling everybody's money because. These franchises provide really incredible technology support, very difficult for you to do on your own. As Dave alluded to, they may be doing call center work. They may be doing your quoting, your scheduling, uh, managing your whole POS system, the CRM, the way you outreach and communicate with customers. I mean, that's pretty complex technology that all needs to integrate and talk to each other. And the franchise has it covered. You just pay your fees and you get access to this amazing system. All right, so Dave, we covered a lot of the fees and you kind of alluded that, you know, there's things that make you happy about it and things that um, maybe might be some red flags. Any parting words you want to leave yeah, our audience? I, I just want to also add on that. When you think about this, if you've ever considered running a business on your own, not a franchise, the reality of it is that you're going to pay all these. Right. You're going to pay somebody for these. And in, and from what our experience of being in business for ourselves before we ever got into franchising or a franchise, we paid these and we paid handsomely for them because we don't have the economies of scale that a franchise does to be able to do certain things like purchasing power for buying stuff or to provide blanket technology for all our franchisees so that I'm not buying everything one off. So there's all the R&D, there's the territory protection you get that comes with these, uh, you know, the all, not just a specific fee, but are included in the, the overall fees. When you think about it, all of these things really are just, they, you would pay them in any business. So really you're getting services for those fees to help you be more focused in what you want to do with your business. I can certainly tell you, I don't want to do bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. You know, I can certainly tell you that I don't want to be in the call center business necessarily. I mean, if I can have somebody do that for me and I don't have to go out and hire and find people and manage those people and, you know, deal with all those things. Sometimes these fees are way, way worth whatever they're charging you for it and probably provide value to you more in, in, in greater value than what you're paying for them. So I look at these as an investment. This is your investment in this overall business that you are combining with all the other franchisees to come up with this quote unquote master system that is you know, really easily replicatable. And that's the whole point of a franchise is a proven system. And these just help solidify some of that. Yep, absolutely. I think you very well succinctly clarified what the fees are, why they're important, and things that our audience should look at. 
Dave, did you get value from today's session? <laughs> I did because I was on a rant. You know, we hear so many times about, oh my gosh, the fees are so high, da, da, da. You, you know, it, it's one of those things where I will just end off with, they can be. Not all franchises are created equal, meaning that some of them you may pay for fees and not return and not receive services in value to what you're paying for them. So when you are evaluating franchises, don't look at these as necessarily being a bad thing. These may help you achieve your why, some of them. If your why is flexibility and freedom and you don't want to be a call center, then obviously paying you know, in your monthly fees for a call center is going to be a good thing, right? And there's so many examples of this that I could that I could go through. So thank you for joining us today. As I said, I just had to go on a little bit of a rant today because we've been hearing a lot of people talking about you know, the fees recently. And it is something that is part of your investment in a franchise, but it is also something that as we are trying to, to I guess, accentuate the best we can is that they can really be a good thing and they really truly are in a good franchise. So that's it for today's episode. If you like our content here, like, subscribe, and we will catch you on the next episode. See you next time. There are over 4,000 franchise concepts that could be your dream business. Which one is the perfect one for you? Go to franquiz.nextlevelfranchisegroup.com and find out. Your dream business awaits. Go to franquiz.nextlevelfranchisegroup.com now and find the perfect business that will get you to your next level.